The city has a thousand stories, backstabbers, two faces, clip shows. Radio 680, the voice of Syracuse, brings you another binge-worthy episode featuring Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. The city has a thousand stories, backstabbers, two-facers, disco dancers. In the space between lawlessness and righteousness comes one man who has his own rulebook, Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Tonight's episode, When the Cat's Away, be sure to take his messages if anyone calls. Our story begins in The Hungry Mouth, the bar and nightclub where Wendy Woolbright can often be heard crooning to the smiling gents of the city. One gent in particular, Elliot Steele, awaits his main dame to finish her show. Are you Say, Wendy, that was just great. You put the birds to shame. Buy you a drink? Slow gin fizz. Hold the fizz and the slow. Hey, Danny. Yeah? Get my girl sauced and I'll have the usual. Coming right up, Elliot. Straight gin for the lady and a chocolate milk for the schoolboy. Good to spend some time with you, Wendy. Just us. No interruptions. Well, that sounds like foreshadowing a storyline if I ever heard it. Nah, not tonight. Just you and me. I'm off the crime-solving clock for the weekend. Nothing's gonna pull me away hey, from- Hey, Steele, there's a broad at the end of the bar says she needs to talk to you. It's a matter of life and death. Which broad? That one? No, she's a tomato. The broad next to the skirt? That pigeon? No, right there. The broad. Oh, the whiz-bang standing next to Bruce's sidecar? Ah, see the numbers standing between the Philly and the Lakes? Oh, sure, where the minnow is chatting with the herring. Now look to the left of the floozy. Uh, not as far as the hashlinger. Well, that's no broad. That's... Doris Hepplewaite? Then you must be the great Elliot Steele. I'm Wendy, the girlfriend, and Elliot is busy. Yeah, pleasure, Mrs. Hepplewhite. I've seen your name in the society column, but Wendy here is right. I'm otherwise occupied. Leave your calling card with Danny the bartender, and I'll be in touch during business hours. This can't wait, Mr. Steele. Somebody is going to be murdered. Murdered? Who? Wendy, I'll handle this. Murdered? Who? Me! Holy macaroni! Is Doris Hepplewhite about to be killed? How does she know? And will this show get hashtag canceled after using all those ridiculous names for women? Tune in next time when we hear Elliot say... Another chocolate malt, Danny. It's going to be a long night. That's next time on Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. A city has a thousand stories, backstabbers, two-facers, house painters. In the space between lawlessness and righteousness comes one man who has his own rulebook, Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Tonight's episode, When It Rains Cats and Dogs, Don't Step in the Poodle. 
previously on Elliot Steele. I'm off the crime-solving clock for the weekend. Nothing's going to pull me away hey, from... Hey, Steele, there's a broad at the end of the bar. Says she needs to talk to you. It's a matter of life and death. Well, that's no broad. That's... Doris Hepplewaite. Then you must be the great Elliot Steele. I'm Wendy, the girlfriend, and Elliot is busy. This can't wait, Mr. Steele. Somebody is going to be murdered. Murdered? Who? Wendy, I'll handle this. Murdered? Who? Me! Later that night in Elliot's apartment... I like it, Wendy. Not one bit. All right, so we'll hang the picture over here. Not that. Although, yes, it would look better over there. I'm talking about the Doris Heppelwhite murder. She's 100% alive, Elliot. You can't solve a murder that didn't happen. Mm, something feels funny. Well, you're sitting on your hat. I'm going to go see Lieutenant Polunsky. This is a police matter. Later that night at... I'm already here at the police headquarters. What now, Steele? This better be important. It's just as important as murder. Just as important as murder, eh? Well... What's just as important as murder? Um, it's, it's, it's murder. Somebody's gonna be murdered. Holy crab apples! Who? Have you ever heard the name Doris Hepplewhite? Of course I've heard of the name Doris Hepplewhite. What about her? Uh, she, she's the one. She's the one gonna be murdered. She told me herself. Get in the car. We gotta get over there. Uh, we could use a transition here. Oh, sure. Now you want my help. <clears throat> Later that night at the home of Doris Hepplewhite. Yes? Oh, thank goodness. It's Doris Hepplewhite. She's alive. I'm Ernestina Hepplewhite, Doris's twin sister. And you're too late, Mr. Steele. My sister has been murdered. mirror image. How did this happen? Who's behind this vicious crime? And will our listeners be able to keep those twin voices straight? Tune in next time when we hear Elliot say... So, are you monozygotic or dizygotic twins? I always confuse those two. That's next time on Elliot Steele Gunshot Gumshoe. The city has a thousand stories. Backstabbers, two-facers, playground bullies. In the space between lawlessness and righteousness comes one man who has his own rule book. Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Tonight's episode, No Help for Applewhite. Last episode, Elliot was just informed by Ernestina Applewhite that her twin sister Doris had been murdered. A murder Doris herself predicted earlier that night. We have some questions for you, Ernestina Applewhite. If that's your real name. Who would make up a name like that? 30 minutes ago, this dumb lump of coal hey. came into my office and said he knew your sister was about to be murdered. Well, it seems like you have your suspect right there, Lieutenant. Mm. 
She's got a point, Elliot. If you knew about the murder ahead of time, that makes you an accessory. I didn't know no about it. I only knew about it. I hope I'm not too late. Hey, it's Wendy, my girlfriend. What are you doing here? Making sure you don't say something stupid causing Lieutenant Thumbs here to think you're an accessory to murder. Nah, go lube your chassis. Back off, Polunsky. I'm the only one who says that to her. Excuse me? My sister has been murdered, and you're all standing on my porch acting like nattering nabobs. I'm sorry for your loss, Mrs. Hepplewhite. Loss? It's no loss. My sister Doris had many enemies, including me. I'm surprised this didn't happen sooner. Holy sour grapes. But how did she know what happened tonight? I have no idea. But it might have something to do with the message left on the answering machine. Let's hear it. This is Worthman's Pharmacy. Your embarrassing prescription is ready for pickup. Uh, Not that one. Predictable joke about your car's warranty calling. No. Doris Applewhite, I'm going to kill you tonight. Hey, I bet that's the message she heard. Boy, you're regular Agatha Christie. No, it's Elliot. Elliot Steele. Gunshot gumshoe. Nah, go butter your toast. So, a mysterious phone message. A victim with many enemies. And a porch full of bickering sleuths. What happens next? Tune in next time when we hear Ernestina Hepplewhite say... I'm old. That's next time on Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. A city has a thousand stories, backstabbers, two-facers, squirrel chasers. In the space between lawlessness and righteousness comes one man who has his own rule book. Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Tonight's episode, How to Make Friends and Murder People. Last episode, we learned that the late Doris Hepplewhite received a mysterious phone message the night she was bumped off. Doris Hepplewhite, I'm going to kill you tonight. But according to her twin sister, Ernestina Hepplewhite, Doris had many enemies. That's right, Mr. Steele. Many people wanted to see my sister dead. Why, even I'm not sorry she's gone. Holy sibling rivalry. It's true. I hated my twin sister, but I never would have murdered her. Mrs. Hepplewhite, do you have any idea who that voice is on the answering machine? My gal Wendy always asks the best questions. Not a clue. Well, listen to it again. Doris Hepplewhite, I'm going to kill you tonight. Lieutenant Polonsky, I have listened to that voice over and over again, and I have no idea who placed that call. Give me that tape. I have a plan. Steal. What are you up to? No time to explain, Polunsky. Eh, go saw a log. Get in the car, Wendy. Where are we going? To the one person who can identify that voice. Later that night, in the computer department at City University... Oh, no, not you. Professor Glockenschmidt, I'm sorry to bother you at this late hour. Elliot Steele, the last time I tried to help you, I nearly lost my job here at City University. It's not my fault Dean Williams robbed that liquor store. The man's name was Will Deenums, and he lived 1,200 miles away. Uh, 
Who's this? Wendy Woolbright, Elliot's girlfriend for some reason. Professor, I understand you have the technology to identify a voice from a recording. Oh, can't just wait till morning. Doris Hepplewhite has been murdered. Oh, good. I hated that woman. Whoever's on that tape is a hero. Seems like many people wanted her dead. All we want to know is who's the voice on this recording. Listen. Doris Hepplewhite, I'm going to kill you tonight. Uh, fine. I'll see if the computer can get the match, but there isn't a lot of information in such a short recording. Can you help us or not? Uh, walk this way. If I could walk that way, I wouldn't need the talcum powder. What did the computer say? Sounded like boop, beep, boop, boop, woo. It matched with three possible people. Here's the results. No, this person has an alibi. So does that one. But number three, Elliot. Look whose name came up. I can't believe it's that name. Professor, how certain are you that name could be a suspect? I was surprised to see that name too. But the computer says that name is an 83.7% match. I don't believe it. Could that name actually be the name of a killer? I never would have expected that name to come up. But I think we may have to talk with him and or her. Now that's a cliffhanger. Whose name is on that printout? Why is everybody so shocked? And what's behind the green door? Besides a dirty movie. Tune in next time when we hear Elliot say... Boy, oh boy, that person with that name is in really big trouble. That's next time on Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. The city has a thousand stories. Backstabbers, two faces, Moscow mules. In the space between lawlessness and righteousness comes one man who has his own rule book. Elliot Steele, gunshot gumshoe. Tonight's episode, the catcher got into the rye and is too drunk to catch. story so far. Doris Hepplewhite murdered. Everyone a suspect. Twin sister Ernestina has mysterious recording. Elliot baffled cops. Baffled er. Kettle boiling. No tea. Must go store. Announcer paid by word. Now steal. This is amazing, Wendy. Absolutely amazing. I'm impressed by your driving, too. You've only blown three red lights. We took that mysterious answering machine recording to the professor at City University, and his computer says the voice on that recording is none other than... Todd Unger, owner of Todd Unger's Ladies' Shoe Store. Here's the place up on the right. I'm sorry, we're closed. We're not here to buy shoes, Unger. Actually, I'm going to browse. Say, aren't you Elliot Steele? Ah, you've heard of me. Yes, I'm pretty famous. I ain't never heard of you, but the four pairs of pink high-heeled boots you ordered have been sitting in the back for weeks. Listen, Pally, Doris Hepplewhite has been murdered and your voice is on her answering machine. Does this sound familiar? Doris Hepplewhite. 
I'm going to kill you tonight. That sounds nothing like me. So unless you and the tomato are going to buy something, you can vamoose. Elliot, over here. I found something. Holy telecommunications, it's a telephone. Ooh, oh wow. A place of business has a telephone. And look, there's a cash register, and those are lights, and that's the front door. So scram. You're anxious to get rid of us. I'm anxious to get to bed. Let us see your phone records, and we'll get out of here. I'm not showing you nothing. That voice sounds nothing like me. I don't think this is our guy, Wendy. Listen, punk, I'm running out of patience. I'm going to ask only three questions, and either you're going to answer them or that shoebox over there is going to be your coffin. Question one, what were you doing at 6.45 tonight? Question two, are you going to show us your phone records? And question three, do you have those cute pumps in a size six petite? What on earth has gotten into Wendy? Has she gone crazy? Wouldn't she really pull the trigger? And why is Todd still at the store so late? Tune in next time when we hear Elliot say... Am I the only one really turned on right now? That's next time on Elliot Steel Gunshot Gumshoe. The city has a thousand stories. Backstabbers, two-facers, hand warmers. In the space between lawlessness and righteousness comes one man with his own rule book. Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Tonight's episode, Good Wendy Hunting. In the last episode, while questioning murder suspect Todd Unger, Wendy Woolbright, Elliot Steele's girlfriend, went all crazy. I don't think this is our guy, Wendy. Listen, punk, I'm running out of patience. I'm going to ask only three questions, and either you're going to answer them or that shoebox over there is going to be your coffin. Question one, what were you doing at 645 tonight? Question two, are you going to show us your phone records? And question three... Do you have those cute pumps in a size 6 petite? Are we any closer to solving this mystery? Tonight's episode begins back at the home of the late Doris Heppelwhite. Where have you two been? You should have seen it, Polunsky. Wendy was all, I'm putting you in that shoebox. And then her gun was, and then Todd was all like, it's not me. Slow down, slow down. Who's Todd? And what's Wendy doing with a gun? Lieutenant Polanski, we know who the murderer is. Tell him, Wendy, it's that guy Todd from the Lady Shoe Store. Todd Unger is the killer? No, it's not Todd. What? Oh, great. You pulled a gun on an innocent man. Oi, the paperwork. Wendy, of course it's Todd. He admitted the call came from his store. The call came from his store, but he didn't make the call. What is all the yelling out here? You people are supposed to be finding out who murdered my twin sister, Doris. I apologize, Mrs. Heppelwhite. 
These two knuckleheads do not represent the city police department. One knucklehead? Yeah, one knucklehead. If you don't find my sister's killer by morning, I am going to the mayor. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't think we need to bring the mayor into this. Not my mayor. I didn't vote for the guy. Lieutenant Polensky, give Mrs. Hepplewhite a ride in your squad car. I think there's something she'll want to see. What's going on here, Elliot? Hey, don't look at me. I lost control of this two episodes ago. Fine. Just let me get my shoes. Yes, you should get your shoes. Like those shoes. That pair of cute pumps in a size 6 petite. Holy cobbler! She wears the same size shoe as you, Wendy! That's not my size. It just happens to be the rarest shoe size in the world. And according to Todd Unger's receipts, that size was purchased at 6.45 tonight. Whoa. So when you asked, and and then he was, and then you did, and those shoes, so she must have, and then we... Oh, man, you are amazing. Elliot, would you explain what's going on? I have no idea. What a development! Did Wendy crack this case? Was Doris Hepplewhite killed by her twin sister, Ernestina? And does a staircase go up or down? Tune in next time when we hear Lieutenant Polanski say... Eh, go polish your doorknob. That's next time on Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. The city has a thousand stories, backstabbers, two-facers, fortune-tellers. In the space between lawlessness and righteousness comes one man who has his own rule book. Elliot Steele, gunshot gumshoe. Tonight's episode, If the Shoe Fits, You Must Acquit. Our story so far, the dowager Doris Hepplewhite has been murdered. Her twin dowager, Ernestina Hepplewhite, is now the prime suspect after Wendy sniffed out some suspicious shoes. Fine. Just let me get my shoes. Yes, you should get your shoes. Like those shoes. That pair of cute pumps in a size 6 petite. Holy cobbler! She wears the same size shoe as you, Wendy! That's not my size. It just happens to be the rarest shoe size in the world. And according to Todd Unger's receipts, that size was purchased at 6.45 tonight. The soul of this case is afoot. Is Wendy treading into dangerous territory? Will Ernestina put her best foot forward? Can Lieutenant Polanski heal this situation? Is there another plot twist sneakering around? And is the audience picking up on these shoe-based puns? Nah, this doesn't look good. This doesn't look good at all. Nah, don't be so hard on yourself. It doesn't look like a toupee to somebody standing 15 feet away from you. Ah, go grill your butternut squash. 
All right, Ernestina, if that's your real name. Who would choose a name like that? We know that the call came from Todd Unger's ladies' shoe store, but the call was not placed by Unger. It was placed at the exact time you were in his store. Impossible. Play that recording again. Doris Applewhite, I'm going to kill you tonight. That doesn't sound anything like me. Unless you were smoking a Tipperino cigar. You idiot. They're not Tipperinos. They're Tipperellos. <gasps> Aha! Aha! <laughs> you seem pretty familiar with those cigars, Heppelwhite. Okay, so I know the name. That doesn't prove anything. No, but this does. An ashtray. So, looks like we have a cigar smoker. I cannot believe this. My sister is dead, and you're insinuating I did it? What does insinuate mean? It's the same as intimate. What? Allude, purport, ascribe. I'm just hearing pops and buzzes right now. Would you two quit? Uh, hold on. Hold on. One, two, three, eight. Somebody's missing. She's on the lamb. What does on the lamb mean? We're not doing this again. Heppelwhite has ditched us, and as far as I'm concerned, that's an admission of guilt. The back door's open. She won't get far on foot. You've caused enough problems, Steel. Hey, I found the ashtray. We have to catch Heppelwhite. No time for fraternizing. Can I ask a question about one of those words? Ernestina has decamped. The plot has coagulated, and our heroes are squabbling. Tune in next time when we hear Elliot say... Someone's trying to win Scrabble. That's next time on Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. The city has a thousand stories. Backstabbers, two-facers, pie-throwers. In the space between lawlessness and righteousness comes one man who has his own rule book. Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Tonight's episode, Do, 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 Look It Out the Back Door. For Ernestina. Previously on Elliot Steele. Hold on. Hold on. One, two, three, eight. Somebody's missing. She's on the lamb. Heppelwhite has ditched us, and as far as I'm concerned, that's an admission of guilt. The back door's open. She won't get far on foot. You've caused enough problems, Steele. The prime suspect in the Doris Heppelwhite murder has fled the scene. But where could she have gone? Tonight's episode takes us to Luther's, a jazz bar on the seedy side of town. Luther, pour me another Tom Collins. I don't think you should have any more, Mrs. H. You don't look so good. I haven't looked good since taking second place in the city's beauty contest in 1973. No, poor. Oh, that was a long time ago, Mrs. H. Nobody remembers that. Doris does. Your twin sister? She won first place. Every year on June 2nd, she takes the trophy out of the case and flaunts it around the house. June 2nd? That's tomorrow. You think she'll do it again? 
No, Luther, I don't think she will. I don't think she'll ever celebrate that victory again. <laughs> there she is. Don't move, Ernestina. Don't move, Ernestina. I just said that. It sounds cooler when I say it. Ah, go stir your soup. Would you two stop before she escapes again? I'm not going anywhere. Go ahead, put the cuffs on. Take me in, I don't care. Could you maybe settle up your tab before you go? You're turning yourself in? Oh man, where's the fun in that? Ernestina Heppelwhite, you're under arrest for the murder of your sister, Doris Heppelwhite. Yeah, I killed her. And I'd do it again. Well, that's just piling on. Because with her gone, she is no longer the beauty queen. I shall assume the duties of the office of the prettiest girl in the city. I think you're kind of past that point. Yeah, that ship has sailed. You're really ugly. Oh, Hell man, you yes. say like How that. dare you? I thought we all agreed outside that she was hideous looking. Yeah, but you don't say it. I don't understand how any of this works, but I do know this. It's another case closed for the city's finest gunshot gumshoe. I think you're kind of past that point. Yeah, that ship has sailed. You're stupid. Another exciting storyline comes to a close in the chronicles of Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Tune in next time as our crime fighters prepare to tackle another exciting caper. And we hear Luther the bartender say, Somebody owes me like four dollars, man. That's next time on Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Radio 680 now concludes another broadcasting day. Today's programming was improvised by the cast of the Portuguese Rodeo Clown Company. Mark C. Holden, Johnny Molson, Patrick Russell, Mary-Kate Smith, and Mary Young. Radio 680 broadcasts in the public interest from a transmitter located in Syracuse, USA, with a license granted under the authority of the Federal Podcasting Commission. Any resemblance to an actual radio station is remarkable. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave a big fat five-star review. No portion of this program may be rebroadcast without express written consent from the Commissioner of Major League Baseball. Our internet home is Radio680.com.